Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Badlands Podcast, the only podcast out there that is 100% chiseled and is proudly a member of the Chairshot Media Group. I am Mags, and with me, as always, well, not as always, but certainly has had a good <laughs> run of form, uh, is uh, my podcast wife, Mr. Paul Talley. Paul, how are you today? Um, I'm feeling good. Cheers. Yeah. Nights are drawing in, aren't they? Mm. It's going yeah. dark at like five o'clock. It's horrible. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You get surprised by it every year. Yeah, I'm having to put my recycling bins out in the pitch black. Someone um, someone fly-tipped into my bin today. I was furious. What, put their rubbish in? Yeah. Well, Not I even re- in a black bag. I regularly do that with the recycling to neighbours. Bastard. You probably did it to me. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was well worth the, the 250 mile journey. <laughs> Broke your tier free lockdown rules just to piss me off today. I'm all right. How are you? Is, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you sound it. You sound unlivid about your bin being abused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I'm really, really good. Uh, excited to, to talk this topic. It's, it seems like ages since we've spoke about uh, a new Japan-centric topic. We've always been uh, huge fans, so yeah, I'm excited for it. And I think we've got the perfect guest for a new Japan topic. He's a, 
is certainly one of the most knowledgeable uh, New Japan fans on, on my wrestling Twitter. And he's a jolly good bloke as well. He's someone who I uh, record a podcast with on the regular. He's absolutely a, a star. And he also can dance. Paul, did you know that this guy can dance? Of course. Of course I know he can dance. But I mean, really, really dance. I'm sure we can link his video where he does a an amazing uh, rendition of uh, some Joshy wrestling dancing. It's a uh, it's chop kicks and near falls very own Mr. Conrad Newton. Conrad, how are you, sir? Hello, I am good. I'm excited, and that was quite the introduction. So thank you. I'm uh, excited to finally kind of be on the show after kind of wanting to be on the show for ages and. Um, but yeah, this is. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to it as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I just mentioned uh, about uh, chops, kicks, and nipples. So, just uh, tell us a little bit about that, uh, in case any kind of uh, people on Badlands have, have not heard of it. What's uh, what's the idea behind chops, kicks, and nipples? So basically, um, chops, kicks, and nipples kind of like started out as kind of like a website, and it was. I'm not going to lie. Kind of looking back, it was kind of born out of kind of wanting to compete with other sites that kind of um that kind of like started up around that time um and it was kind of um we wanted to kind of like showcase some of like the kind of lesser known promotions because like a lot of us that kind of write for this site kind of we realized that a lot of kind of the bigger outlets are more focused on like say wwe or aw or new japan so we thought well we're gonna do this but we're also going to kind of do kind of like uh, pro wrestling Noah or Japan and kind of um, some uh, British wrestling kind of bring new eyes to kind of products that people not, might not be aware about. So, um, and we're kind of trying to do the same with um, uh, podcasting um, with the Dragon Suplex Network, which is uh, kind of still finding its feet, but we've got some really talented people with there. But um, just kind of like showcasing kind of like cool wrestling to people that might not know um, that cool wrestling or with like the usual stuff that you'd expect from a wrestling website. So, yeah. That's yeah, pretty much it. So pretty much a, a, an alternative to those uh, men, men uh, wrestling sweaty marks, I suppose. You're the hipsters. <laughs> well, we are hipsters as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 outstanding work that you you do over there. You've uh, you've really hit the ground running, and yeah, it's it's. I, I love the positivity about it, me. Um, the fact that you you don't focus on a lot of the the negative stories that happen in in wrestling, and there is a lot of it. You you guys are really out there to to push these uh these lesser known companies, and yeah, I find that really kind of heartwarming. It's it's a brilliant website, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I think you I think you've already kind of found your own voice in the in in, in what's quite a crowded market, and I I love reading reading the articles on there and. Any anywhere that carries more pro wrestling, no one news, the better. Yeah, so one of the, one of the companies that I've kind of discovered this year, and I know um, like the two guys at the minute that we have right, and are really cool to kind of speak to about it, and just so much fun working as part of it. Yeah, they're so knowledgeable. I mean, everyone you've got on there, including yourself, so knowledgeable and kind of really opens up, particularly with it because you know you have got more of a focus on the japanese side you really open up kind of the history and the the rich stories that exist there because you know when you get into the when you get into the um the smaller company or the, the companies that aren't new japan if you like uh it's very it can be a bit impenetrable to to find out about the backstories and what's going on and stuff so you really you you do you do open a door to that so i think it's great yeah, same. I, I've got exactly the same opinion. Uh, uh, as someone who's relatively new to the Japanese scene, uh, 
only over the last, let's say, four or five years, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that I just have no clue about. And and uh, with the the guys that you've got involved over on on uh, Chopsticks and Naples, uh, people like um, Alex, uh, just so much knowledge. And yeah, it's a it, it's it's a, a, an easy way to to get into wrestling that you may not have uh, may not have seen before. So yeah, so it's a cool website. Congratulations. Thank you. Now we've uh, buttered you up. Uh, let's, uh, let's, rip, let's rip the piss out of your your picks. This is your first time on Badlands, uh, as we said. So what uh, we like to do here is uh, get your greatest wrestlers of all time, um, so we can add them to our our collated Mount Rushmore. Something that we've actually not added to for quite a few weeks now, because we've been having a lot of uh, recurring guests. But yeah, who, uh, who are the four wrestlers that make your Mount Rushmore up and? Why, why each one uh, made the cut? I didn't actually have the spreadsheet open because because uh, I'm so used to not opening it up. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. We, we, we're good to go. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So my first pick um, was kind of like, I've got, I had two picks that were kind of locked in 100% um, and two picks were kind of like on the fence and I only really decided on them about an hour ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my first pick is um, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, like, I don't really know kind of like where to begin. I think that he's kind of, um, there's not much to be said about him that hasn't already been said in one way or another. Like he, like obviously, he saved New Japan, but um, like from that kind of like dark period. Um, but I feel that kind of a lot of people kind of prefer Okada, and that's perfectly fine because Okada is absolutely stellar. Um, and um, I'll be honest, Tanahashi kind of went like under the radar for me when I first started watching New Japan in like 2017, 18, I think. Um, so by that point he obviously passed on the torch to um to Okada. But like going back and he's just he's such a good storyteller. Um like he gets me so kind of like emotionally invested in everything that he does. Um he can play like the face and the heel. Um he, he can get a good match out of the majority of the roster. Um I think even like Bullet Club Evil, he got he had like a decent match. Um which is like no easy feat, I guess. Um yeah, I think he's um, in the conversation for like probably one of the best baby faces of all time as well, like just because uh, he's just the best, like probably my all-time favorite wrestler. Yeah, and when uh, when I first kind of heard of uh, Tanashi and started watching him, I thought the uh, the kind of comparisons that have been being the the new Japan Cena were they felt lazy. But when you when you see what he's actually done and the fact he carried the company on his back, the, he, he, it's the perfect way to describe him. He he mm. he is their their version of John Cena, and he 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 did what John Cena did. He passed it on to the ne- the next generation uh, in in the likes of a Carter and Nato. So yeah, it's a it's a great pick, and it's it's we don't get a lot of love for him uh, on on uh, on Badlands. So it's cool that he's uh, he's been brought up. Yeah, great pick. That's 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 his third pick, and uh, funnily enough, it puts him in with, uh, with 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 a load of other kind of New Japan talent in in uh, Will Osprey, Okada, and Brock Lesnar, all all with free. Wow. So he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's only he's one of the few wrestlers to uh, to have made me cry is Hiroshi Tanahashi, and that was when mm. um, you remember when Suzuki put him in the uh, it was a leg lock or a knee lock. I just yeah, wouldn't let knee. go. I just wouldn't let yeah. go, and it, I just find it really disturbing. <laughs> and I, it, it moved me. I thought you were going to say it made you cry by putting uh, 
he's rubbish in your bin. Maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, seem, he seems the sort. <laughs> All nice as pie on camera, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great first pick. Uh, who are you going to follow him up with? Um, this was like my other kind of definitely locked in pick, um, and that is Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Um, and I kind of get why some people kind of like might kind of like I don't want to say overlook him, but kind of like in favor of guys like AJ Styles, who have kind of like always been in that conversation for like best wrestler of this generation. Um, and Brian's kind of just been like in the middle of the pack and he's never like, obviously he's kind of um, in like the last year or so it's really kind of risen in terms of um, how like, um, like popular he is and kind of like when he returned from his injury and stuff and he did the really good heel run with the WWE title. Um, but then just like, um, obviously he transcended wrestling, I'd say in 2013 and 2014 with like the yes movement and stuff. And that got like super over um, and that was really, really cool to see. And um, in terms of like his in-ring stuff as well, um, like Cena, Punk, um, Brock Lesnar last year, um, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, and like even like Ring of Honor as well. Like that's before we even look at that. And that's kind of like um, some of my favorite matches ever, like including my, my favorite match ever was um, in Ring of Honor, uh, Danielson versus Morishima, the first one. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's so versatile. Um, I feel that he's, very selfless as well he kind of makes everybody else around him look really good um and he's just kind of he's just really likable as well like i think um it's kind of like he just he likes vegetables and the environment like he just seems like one of like one of us and you can really get behind him which is like something that not many wrestlers can do these days i think yeah and and I think his popularity uh, it ex- it exploded when he was able to come back, especially after all the effort that he put in uh, and kind of like getting uh, the, the 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 doctors to clear him and, and really kind of almost fighting against WWE to be able to to come back. It just added to that kind of uh, every man uh, quality that he's got. Yeah, Daniel Bryan could do anything. I genuinely believe he could do anything. Except maybe like flip an ambulance or something like that. Like they... on, on knit. <laughs> I don't think you can knit. Knit, no. There's not much call for knitting in, in WWE though, is there? You well, he, he wore those really yeah, he wore those really comfortable cardigans last year when he yeah. when he was champion. So it Perhaps wouldn't surprise he me because he yeah. admitted them. You take it back. Yeah, I, I apologize, Daniel. You are you you are a, a top class knitter. <laughs> Second <laughs> vote for Daniel Bryan. Only a only second vote. That's, uh, yeah, that's I was, disgusting. Uh, I was listening to uh, one of Conrad uh, Thompson's uh, many, many podcasts. Uh, I think it was like this week, and he mentioned about Daniel Bryan never getting uh, brought up in the conversation for, for, for Mount Rushmore. Obviously, you have the, the obvious ones, Flairs, Hogan's, Austin's, Rocks, and uh, he really argued a case of that, that Daniel Bryan should be in that mix and is, is not wrong. He actually really, really should be because... He could fit in any year of wrestling and, and be an absolute superstar. Definitely. So it's a great second pick. So who uh, who are the, the, the final two? Um, okay, so my third pick is uh, Chris Jericho. Um, as much as kind of like I'm not a fan of his kind of personal views, like especially like this last year, and it's kind of really made me, like as a person, I really kind of, it seems a bit of a douche, but I think as a wrestler, like there's not many that come close to him. Um, he's kind of one of those ones that's kind of managed 
to stay relevant for like 30 years in wrestling is like such an incredible thing to do. Um, and the fact that he's kind of still kind of putting people over like now with them, um, like Sammy Guevara and he put Kenny over and, um, and Naito in New Japan and like um, he's done really good, like MJF now. And it's, um, but yeah, like he's just always been good. Like his match with them, um, as much as we, a lot of people kind of like don't like to mention it because he's got Chris Benoit in, but the um, the match with Chris Benoit at the 2001 Royal Rumble, the, um, the ladder match is probably one of, if not my favorite ladder match. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really good, and um, the the matches with uh, Shawn Michaels and CM Punk, and um, and like even like the comedy stuff he's done now in AEW, it's all been really really good. And um, he went from a bland baby face in WCW to like such a cocky kind of heel that you could really kind of invest in, I guess. And to, um, the fact that he made it work from like the, the start in WWF with like the um, like interrupting the rock of all people, like very much a sink or swim um, thing. And he, he'd really kind of took the ball and ran with it. So yeah, 30 years. And yeah, I, don't, I don't think, um, I think you'd be lying if you don't think um, Chris Jericho is at least kind of like in like the slightest bit um, of the conversation for greatest of all time. Yeah. You'll hear no argument from me about that. Uh, I personally think he's the number one guy uh, just for the, the amount of times he's reinvented his character, mm-hmm. uh, the, every kind of um, area of entertainment he goes into, he makes a massive success of. He's just a multi-talented guy. Yeah. And I agree with you that he's a, uh, some of his, uh, uh, politics and his uh, his mindsets have have really surprised me over the last year or so. Uh, but uh, compa- compartmentalizing that away from his wrestling, uh, yeah, he's is is always going to be my go. I think he hasn't had a vote for ages. He has been in contention the whole time, but not had a vote for ages and lost ground to two other politically dubious men, Hulk Hogan and the Undertaker. But maybe, <laughs> maybe this is the start. Maybe he's going to start catching that fourth place again. Is is Taker politically dubious? Well, it, it said so in the five nerds chat. That doesn't necessarily mean it's true. <laughs> that, that's definitely <laughs> definitely not canon. Yeah, <laughs> the title of the group chat may as well be allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, a great uh, third pick. So who's uh, who's got that final spot? Oh, this is kind of I can see it being one that's like. Not many people, if anybody, has kind of picked, and that is Samoa Joe. Um, I feel that kind of Joe's kind of overlooked, like not overlooked for like being a wrestler, because like we all know we can wrestle. But um, I feel his kind of promo work is he, kind of like really kind of favoritized by people in a way, instead of like looking at his in ring ability, because um, especially like these last five years since like coming up to the, like the WWE main roster, he's kind of um, kind of done like more noteworthy stuff with promos and his in-ring stuff's kind of really taken a hit and that's in part not his fault because of injuries and stuff but um i feel that like his stuff in the 2000s um ring of honor with uh um kenta both kabashi and actual like new japan now kenta um was great uh brian danielson um necro butcher not not in ring of honor but still um and even like tna with uh his stuff with kurt angle aj styles um, and even like towards the end of that run with like the beatdown clan and, and um, like being part of the main event mafia was good. So um, I feel it's kind of just like one of those underlooked ones where like his body of work is more than kind of deserving of a spot in that kind of conversation. He's, he's just really good. 
Yeah, I, I believe that may be a, uh, a debutant pick. No, he's had a pick. He's had one pick. Must have been way back in the Ooh. annals. But um, yeah, he's had a, he's had one. Wow, and it's, it is a great pick. Uh, he's someone who, who who I always kind of overlook, and maybe it's because his uh, his WWE like tenure has kind of sullied his uh, his uh, wrestling, and also he has been so injury prone, and he's he's had such a bad time with injuries uh, that that maybe that's why his his promo work has, sh- has shone through a lot more, uh, especially all the the Wendy uh, stuff with AJ Styles, but. <laughs> But yeah, a, you you look at him and he does not look like a typical wrestler at all. He looks he looks slovenly. I mean, uh, everyone remembers the the um, Scott Steiner promos where he's calling him a farce and stuff like that. But the guy reminds me of Keith Lee with how how agile he is and how much he can move. Yeah, it's a it's a great pick. I, I love that pick. It's a good pick. As- Devil's advocate, has he won enough gold to be to be in the uh, to be in the mix of greatest ever, or does that not matter? Hmm. I mean, it, it matters in in terms of that you you're getting justification for for being up there. Uh, but he's he's won quite a few titles. I mean, he's won titles all over TNA and he's won titles in uh, Ring of Honor. He hasn't won major titles in WWE, and that will be a sticking point for a lot of people. Yeah, he yeah. won um, three US titles, um, two two NXTs. Um, no, sorry, two US, two NXTs, and then um, he held everything in TNA, um, everything in Ring of Honor, apart from the tag titles um, and the PHC tag team titles with uh, Magnus, which is surprising. That's quite a lot of gold, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I retract. <laughs> but they're four great picks. Uh, has that made any kind of a dent on the the current Mount Rushmore poll? No, no. So we've still got our, our, our core four of uh, Ric Flair, The Rock, Stone Cold, and uh, currently Hulk Hogan. But as I said, Jericho, it's brought Jericho one closer to, to the Hulkster. He's, he's um, now, he's four behind him. Wow, he has dropped off. Really uh, dropped. I mean, he was in the top four f- constantly for well, the first at least the first months. year of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, that won't affect the 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 story of twenty twenty with uh, with Michaels versus uh, Bret Hart. No, no, Michael still got still got the the one one vote edge on on Bret Hart at the moment. <laughs> So guys, let's uh, let's get into this main topic. Uh, we've uh, Conrad being kind of a, a new Japan and, and Japanese wrestling uh, centric fan, and and us two absolutely loving everything that that New Japan does, and and you being kind of that a very new uh, Noah fan. You've really got into Noah over the last few uh, weeks and months. Uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to have a, a a topic of the current New Japan stars that. That should have a run with the with the IWGP Heavyweight Title. So that's pretty much any wrestler on the on the New Japan roster that you think could uh, could be the the face of the company, who could uh, be the the top dog in New Japan. So, comrade, let's go to you first for your first pick. Ooh, okay, so um, my first pick is uh, Zack Saber Junior. 
Um, oh, I thought you might... naughty little chaffinch. He's my first pick as well. <laughs> He's um... my first pick as well. <laughs> they do indeed. Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of, it's been difficult recently to kind of accept that ZSJ kind of might not ever hold that belt. Um, I think we like the recent kind of turn from Will Ospreay and him getting his own faction and stuff. He kind of, that kind of screamed out to me that Will's going to be their kind of pet project, like for like the um, the expansion into kind of like the West, um, so to speak. Um, I feel that even though he's kind of like a great wrestler and probably the best promo in New Japan, like in terms of like, the backstage comments, I don't think there's many that kind of come close to him. Um, but um, yeah, I think he. he He's got all the tools to kind of be the face of a company. I think he kind of proved that, like even with like the Rev Pro title, he kind of really elevated that. Um, and I think if he was to kind of get back to like twenty eighteen levels, where it was kind of like New Japan Cup winner and really good performance in the G one and stuff, then I think um, he could. But I feel at the minute, like the investment, like the bookings, kind of um, been put back into like the tag division, which is fine, but it's kind of been a bit dead. Um, so that could hinder him, but I think he's still got a bit of time to kind of like break out. But I think at the minute he's probably not going to hold it. I'd really like to see him, kind of, because he's got he's got all the tools to be top dog. Yeah, I agree. And like like me and Paul have both said that he was our first pick. Uh, I'll let you uh, deep dive into him then, Paul. Soon as it's uh, your turn to go first on our. Uh, is my turn to go first, um, is it? Yes. I'll take I'll take the yeah yeah I'll, I'll agree with Conrad and yourself. I'll. Um... I think it's got to be Zach. I think he's, I think he's like a totally unique threat in New Japan. I guess similarities a bit to Suzuki, but not quite. I don't think anyone's like the technical wrestling threat that that Zach is. And I, I think they they could really play on that really well. And they did, in fact, in the, when he won the New Japan Cup. I think, if I remember rightly, he won with four different submission holds in that mm-hmm. in that tournament. And it was it was only the second ever Gajin wrestler to to win it as well. Yeah, so I, I think that that could have been a really good moment to to have him win it, but then it would have taken away the kind of the historic Okada reign. So I understand why why that didn't happen. But he did look he he did look imperious then. Um, yeah, like, like I said, he is a unique threat in in the world of wrestling. He's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world up there with Daniel Bryan. Um, a comparison to Daniel Bryan, he's won Wrestling Observer Best Technical Wrestler six years in a row between 2014 and 2019. And kind of for us, he obviously holds a special place in our heart because he's he's pretty much the like the epitome of that crossover between Japanese and British wrestling that, that's, that's always existed. There's, there's always been similarities between the styles and he's kind of... Um, Will Osprey is not that style, so I um, I, I understand where Conrad's coming from. I think they are gonna um, kind of strap the rocket to Osprey if you like, um, rather than Zack Saber. Um, but I think Zack Saber is the one who 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 is that is that um, shared style. Um, but you know he's, he's still he's still relatively young. He's he's only thirty three. Um, so there's plenty of time to get up there and and and, and become champion. So don't, I don't completely write it off. And um, no, it's a great pick. Yeah. And the amazing thing about him is when when he went on that run where he just he basically just kept winning every tournament in in the world. So he won the Super Strong Style 16. Then he won the uh, the 16 Carat, and he won Bowler. Then he won New Japan Cup. He's a he's a good old tournament collector. So if he could change that into belt collecting. 
he, he could be the pride of Britain yet. Yeah, but he, he also was Zach Freebelt. Yeah, yeah, he did have a lot of belts as well, didn't he? And I think he's uh, the the record holder for uh, the uh, Rev Pro British Heavyweight Champion. I think he's uh, his nearest competitor is uh, four hundred days away from him in in terms of total reign. So yeah, he's he's it's a, an outstanding pick, and it's it's clear why we all picked him. He's, he looks so unique as a wrestler for me. He, he looks like he should be a, a half layer with his like kind of uh, very thin frame and long kind of wiry limbs, but is is without a doubt one of the very best submission uh, based wrestlers in in the world. And just watching him, it's it's jaw dropping how he can manipulate his opponent's body in, in so many different ways. It's yeah, it's it's a an easy first pick and there's absolutely no way that uh, I could veto Zach Saber Jr. <laughs> off that list. He wasn't really my first pick. I just thought you showed such enthusiasm. I'll get away without being vetoed, yeah. <laughs> you are you're so political now, Tyler. <laughs> no, that's scary. That's not true. That's not true. He, he was my first pick. So, comrade. Back to you for your second pick, sir. Oh, okay. Um, so my second pick was kind of... He's my boy, so I can't really kind of not include him here. Um, and that is uh, uh, Hiroki Goto. Um, I feel it's kind of... He's kind of fallen victim to the side of, like, Gato booking that we don't really like to talk about. And that is kind of some wrestlers are kind of... It's start-start booking. Um, I think you kind of like you have a run of Goto for like a couple of months or like maybe like a G1 run where he kind of really looks like a threat to win the block. Mm-hmm. And then um, by September sort of time, and he's kind of, oh, back down the card you go, mate, you probably end up on the Nepa title match at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and he's just kind of, he's he's kind of like Mr. Consistency, but he's kind of like, um, and I think he's kind of got all the tools. He's got like the look and he can kind of, um, he's, he's pretty versatile, he can do. Um, like it's always fun with like Naito and um, and obviously Ishii and um, Ibushi, and it, he's always kind of having good matches with those guys as well. So I think if they were to kind of, I feel like the kind of ship sailed with Goto now. He's like 40, 43. and so I think that um, kind of his position at the minute is not like um, the like of like Tanahashi, who's still quite believable to kind of hold that belt one more time, but. Um, it's a shame that he won't, but I think it'd be cool if he did um, kind of provide a breath, breath of fresh air. Yeah, but I think he'll kind of remain like the biggest missed opportunity that New Japan have had. Um, especially with like, he won the G1 in his first attempt and lost. And like, he's just lost every single title match, um, like for the big belt, which is kind of, and that'll kind of be how we look back on his career in, say, like 10, 15 years' time. Yeah, it's a it's a great pick. It's not one that I had on my list, uh, but yeah, he's you're right. He's he he's just seems to be stuck in that kind of never slash uh, maybe intercontinental uh, title picture. But yeah, he, the guy can have a a great wrestling match with absolutely anyone, and like I said, he, he can look legitimately a threat. Uh, no matter when you put him in, I mean, when uh, when Kenny Omega won the the G one and he was going up against Goto. Everybody had Kenny pinned as the winner. It was almost tacked on, but Goto give you that kind of a that doubt. Like, is it is Goto going to pull this off? And it it, it it would have looked absolutely legitimate if he did. So yeah, it's a, it's an absolutely great pick. And yeah, it's a shame that 
that we've had these eras in New Japan where Tanahashi was so dominant and then now obviously Okada has been so dominant and now we're getting Nato as the, the most popular uh, wrestler in Japan that some of these amazing wrestlers are just not going to reach that peak. Yeah. I, I, had him on my, I had him on my short list, um, Goto. He falls, we had a discussion a few weeks back about how Okada is the worst stable leader <laughs> because... because and Goto fits into this as well, as well as uh, as well as Ishii, um, and and obviously we've seen Ospreys broke broken free now. But every other stable allows their lower talent to challenge for the world title and the intercontinental title, but no one from Chaos ever does. Not re- not not in recent kind of history. And I think we might see a kind of storyline where everyone everyone's going to start re- revolting against Okada because he keeps everyone down at that never level. Whereas like you look at LIJ, Hiromu, Evil, Sonada, all had title shots, Bullet Club, everyone gets a go. And uh and <laughs> Suzuki kun not, not not so much, but that's my that's my theory. And Goto's Goto's been uh been a part of that. It's a great theory. It absolutely makes sense. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, so let's go for for my first pick, our our second overall, and this this something that that Conrad said in um, in his uh, his spiel about Goto that I have took a little bit of offence to, and it's the fact he called him Mister Consistency. Now, for me, there is only one person who is is Mister Consistency for New Japan, and that's uh, that's going to be my first pick, Big Tommy Ishii. Um, yeah, he's been wrestling since the mid nineties. I think he made his wrestling debut in uh, nineteen ninety six when he uh, fought for uh, Tenryu's War Promotion. But then, when that closed, he uh, he freelanced uh, around Japan. Uh, had had short uh, stints in New Japan in two thousand four and two thousand five. But he actually became a regular in two thousand six when he uh, he formed a tag team with uh, the best uh, King of Pro Wrestling. Um, and the, uh, the partner the partnership ended up joining GBH, uh, which was headed up by um, uh, Tenzan and Makabe. And he was 
uh, Ishii was classed as one of the the kind of lower ranked uh, members of uh, of uh, GHB until he uh, he took part in a coup with uh, with Yano, Gedo, Giant Bernard, uh, Jado, uh, Izuka, and Carl uh, Anderson. They all turned on Makabe and Hom and uh, joined Chaos, uh, which uh, was just being formed under Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, and in the early days of chaos, again he was he was the undercard guy. He's uh, he had a big rivalry with a uh, tiger mask, but it'd be a, a full eight years of working for New Japan uh, before Ishii would get uh, a title shot. And he, his first title shot was against uh, Conrad's pick Hiroki Goto for uh, the IC title, but he uh, he lost. Uh, but this match kind of like was the start of his his uh, stock rising for for New Japan. Uh, he he then quickly had his first uh, G1. Uh, uh, that was in 2013. And he picked up wins against uh, Tanahashi, uh, Shibata, and against Goto. Uh, he would then win his first uh, first title, the Never Belt, uh, when he beat Nato at uh, New Beginning 2014. And he'd then be a, a fixture of, uh, of that never seen for, well, up till now, because he's, he's still pretty much a, a deep fixture in there. He's uh, actually the joint record holder for the for the Never Title with Hiroki Goto. It's like those two are uh, inextricably linked. Uh, so they both held that belt five times. But he's also uh, become very popular uh, on his travels in, in uh, 2016 as part of the, the relationship with, uh, with Ring of Honor. Ishii actually won the Ring of Honor TV title when he beat Roddy Strong. Uh, a belt that he'd held for about three months, and then at Wrestle Kingdom 11, he he and Yano won the the IWGP tag titles from uh, Gorillas of Destiny, who, uh, who lose the the belts pretty much every year at, at Wrestle Kingdom without fail. Um, and then later in that year, the, he entered the the G1 Special USA uh, tournament, uh, where he he lost. Kenny Omega in uh, in crowning the first uh, IWGP US title. Uh, 2018 would see is probably his most successful year when he won the uh, the six men uh, titles with uh, Yano and Trent Beretta, and then he was also the Rev Pro champion for a while when he beat uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, 2019 he went back into the the Never Division when he beat Tachi for the belt uh, before he dropped it to Kenta. Uh, and then this year he, he re-entered the Never Six Men's when he and uh, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto yet again uh, won those vacant uh, vacant titles. Um, the 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 Shibata match that he had in his first G1 was actually his first ever uh, five star rating from uh, from Dave Meltzer, uh, a rating that he's actually got five more times. So he's got six. Uh, six five-star matches and he's got two five-and-a-half-star matches, uh, the match against Omega and one against Shingo. And he's actually got 113 four to four and three-quarter-star matches, uh, which clearly shows he's one of the most consistent wrestlers in the world. If you watch any kind of New Japan tournament, you're generally going to see Ishii is, is the star of that tournament because he just puts on quality matches with absolutely anyone and I mean look at uh, this year's um, uh, New Japan Cup when he was having great matches with El Desperado and, and Hiromu just the guy is so 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 good as a, of a wrestler and it's it's just a shame that he's been around in this this era that he'll never be the the top dog in New Japan so yeah my first pick is a uh, big Tommy Ishii
It's a great, great pick, strong pick. Uh, is yeah. uh, has he ever had a world title shot? Uh, I think he's had two world title shots. Yes. Okay. When, when I was doing my research on him, I couldn't find I couldn't find any title shots. Sorry, comrade. Uh, yeah, I think he wrestled. Um, I think he wrestled Kenny when he beat him, yeah. when he beat Kenny in the G one. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. No, I remember. Yeah. Um, so why why do you think why why do you think he's never he's never gone gone to the top? It, my my fear is is because he's not he's not New, New Japan Dojo born. I know others yeah. others haven't been and and have gone to the top, but they've been. They'd be, they'd be more likely to be a kind of gaijin champions, haven't they? Uh, do you think there's any other reason why he's, he's I, not got there? I think it's sad. I think it's because he's not six foot. I mean, he he, he, he straddles the line of being a, a junior, to be fair. I mean, he could easily cut the weight down and be, enter the junior uh, division. Uh, but, yeah, I think the size, uh, probably character-wise, is not the most kind of a exuberant uh, character you don't really hear a lot of uh like really kind of passionate promos from him so uh maybe he's, he's not got all the facets that you need to to kind of be the the top dog but if you look at just technical skill he's among the very best in the, in the company i think as well um his age the fact that he kind of that match against shibata in like 2013 he was 37 when he had that match, I feel that kind of they were focusing on that kind of next generation of kind of talent. And I feel that was kind of very much, it's kind of like a late bloomer in terms of like his match quality. And I feel that, that was kind of really a hindering factor for him. Yeah, it's a really good point, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, great point. And obviously, Okada's a bastard leader as uh, as leader of chaos. <laughs> keep, keep them all down. Yeah. Keep them all as, 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 uh, as uh, face uh, Will, Will Ospreay has proved. The 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 uh, Akada is is someone who keeps his group down. Yep, it's all gonna happen. <laughs> definitely, definitely not will the wet wap. <laughs> <laughs> so does the Ishi stay on our Matt Rushmore poll? Oh, definitely, definitely. Like I said, I can I can see the reasons why he why he's not got to the top, but he'd be a, he'd be an amazing champion. And again, he's one of these. He's like 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 Zach, who's immen- immensely popular in Britain and in America. Okay, so back to you, Conrad, for for pick number three. Okay, so this was kind of a bit of a. Um, I was really kind of considering whether it count or not, but I've decided that it does, um, and that we is Katsuyori Stick to the rules here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was th- I was thinking of of, of uh, bending them the same way, but I I didn't. So go on, where where? Yeah, um, uh, yeah um, so my See, because I feel that kind of he kind of got that kind of redemption arc, and that was kind of finally over when he kind of won the New Japan Cup, and um, obviously he feuded with the New Japan Dads for a while um, over the Never Title, and that's kind of like his first kind of um, the first belt that he kind of. Um, the first belt that he won in New Japan, obviously, um, he kind of proved himself to everybody, and I feel that kind of injury kind of cut him short. Um, obviously, injury kind of bit of an understatement. The dude almost died, but um, I feel that kind of if he was to come back, um, and if we believe Kenta, uh, what he said at the start of the year, kind of said he was waiting for him to return. I think we all kind of knew that that was Shibata. Um, I feel that if he was to come back, um, I think he could. 
like well, I'm not sure if he could, but I'd really like to see him kind of, kind of like finish that kind of redemption um, and kind of raise that title. Even if it was just like a couple of months, um, like heading into the dome or whatever, and he kind of loses to like somebody else. But um, it's just I feel there's kind of like still something there for him to do. Like a man who was promised the world walked away, and kind of holding that title is kind of like the last thing that he needs to do to kind of, um, kind of like get rid of all those kind of like past demons. I guess. Yes. Yeah, it's a great pick. And do you think that um, if he didn't have the, the the head injury, do you think he would have would have rose to the the top? And do you think he would have been a world champion before now? I think he might have been. Um, I think it's kind of like one of those wives, um, as you say, is kind of. Um, I think there was a possibility that he could have beat Okada, um, or maybe kind of maybe the IC title. But I think with them, um, kind of like Kenny, kind of being on Okada's tail and stuff. And it, I think after the the first two in the draw, I think a lot of us kind of knew. Well, it's it's Kenny's belt to take, really. So I feel he kind of just like um, kind of like a lot of talent in on the current roster. Um, kind of like lost due to kind of like the timing and stuff. So probably not, but it, it'd be cool to think about. And and with the kind of uh, comebacks of uh, of Edge and uh, and Daniel Bryan from from career ending injuries, do you think there's a possibility that he he, he could make a comeback? I think that, yeah, there is. I think um, the documentary, the, the little documentary series they did when the um, the first started up and he says he's kind of um, I think he said he was making like decent progress and there's stuff that he, he can do now that he couldn't do before his injury so I think that's kind of a sign that he could and I think training with like the young Lions and that all the time in LA kind of it can only be a good thing for him obviously kind of like te- just kind of teach him how to bump and stuff that can kind of be a sign that he could be back on the road to getting back into that ring yeah, absolutely, and I think the way that the Japanese wrestlers train is is way more hardcore than most WWE wrestling uh, period anyway. So uh, it could it could definitely uh, for me make a comeback and and maybe not reach the hearts that he, he could have possibly done uh, had he not had the injury, but certainly kind of a kind of give himself the the satisfaction that he that he he, he got back to wrestling. Yeah, I mean he's done the. He's 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 had the um he got beat up by Kenta didn't he so I know it's not not quite the same as as wrestling a a half hour wrestling match but he has taken that step into the ring and taken a few a few bumps with Kenta so that's got to be one step there hasn't it we we can hope as long as it's yeah, safe absolutely yeah, so he's a a great pick um Tolly back to you for for our third pick. Sorry, I didn't pass judgment. It, 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 that, that was a brilliant pick. And like I said, I, I I did consider bending the rules myself to for the, for the very same person. Okay, my next one. <laughs> When's this episode going out, Darren? Oh Jesus, wept! I think we've got about seven episodes in in the can. Maybe it's, it's before January fourth, then, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're going with Carter Bucci, aren't you? Of course I am. <laughs> I'm going to put it out that the week after on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, present day, which is the 29th of October, by the way, to, to anyone listening, um, it's, it's got to be Kota Ibushi. And I, I, I don't think this is a lot. A lot of the people we brought up, I think, is a case of being overlooked in their career and, and not not seen to be 
um, that world championship material. But I don't think this is a case of being overlooked. I think he's right on the precipice of of doing it and, and winning, winning, winning the big one. Um, that, what can you say about Koto Bushi? He's kind of so exciting to watch, absolutely fearless. Um, sometimes so much that it's kind of hard to watch him, but <laughs> it's good. It's good that he elicits that response from you that uh, you, you always make sure you're paying attention. Um, and really is his development since uh, since turning down the E and uh, and signing full-time proper with New Japan um, has, has been, been a bit of an emotional roller coaster, really. And just re- really fun to watch. Obviously, we had the we had the the heartache of the uh, kind of reunification of, of the Golden Lovers, and then how that kind of fell away without any real any real resolve. And I guess we're probably never going to get an end into that, which is a shame. Um, and uh, and well, that kind of ended, didn't it? When uh, he was he was knocked out by Osprey at the the first match of. Um, Wrestle Kingdom 13 and Kenny Kenny for some reason didn't come out didn't come out to to check on him or anything um so that was kind of the, the end of that um it's been great to watch kind of his his struggle to kind of live up and surpass his god Tanahashi but he's now kind of starting to do that and 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 that's been good. It was a barbaric feud with Naito that looks like it's going to con- con- continue at at, rest, at the next Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and he's just he's been right right there at the top for the for the last two years. He just hasn't quite won the title yet. You know, G one winner two years on a trot, finalist three years on a trot, which is uh, I believe that's, that's a record. Um, only only wrestler to win the best of Super Juniors, New Japan Cup, and the G one. He's obviously won the Intercontinental Championship. He's won both sets of tag titles, never open weight. He's been a junior heavyweight champion. So he's he's basically done it all apart from apart from this one last step. Um he's challenged for it a few times um against AJ Styles in twenty fifteen. Obviously he was in that um slightly odd triple threat with Omega and Cody um in twenty eighteen and of course Okada last year at Wrestle Kingdom. But it's inevitable. He's, he will be IWGP, IWGP champion before long. Um, but he qualifies right now, so I'm going to put it forward. As, as, of, <laughs> as of date of recording, the 29th of, of October, he definitely does qualify. And yeah, and there's no way I'm going to veto him because I think he could very well be the best wrestler in the world. He's, he's definitely got everything that you need for the for the best. He's so technically gifted. He can he can uh, he can fight many many different styles. With he just puts on performance after performance that just knocks it out of the park. Um, and when we've we've spoke about the other the other picks, and you're kind of like guessing why they've never kind of made it to the top. I think with uh, with Ibushi, it's it's simple. It's the fact that he just doesn't stick around for long-term deals anywhere. So there's no way that uh, New Japan were going to ever put that big title on him. But the fact he signed a, a long-term deal for the first time ever, I think his, his deal is that he he's, uh, he's signed a lifetime deal with New Japan. So, uh, yeah, it, it's very, very likely that come early next year, he will be IWGP heavyweight champion. And, it's absolutely deserved because he's, he's so so good. Yeah, he's got to win it in a lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. If he's going to be he's there a lifetime, to. he's bound to win. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I'm also per- forever personally indebted to uh, to Kota Ibushi because he was the one who convinced uh, convinced my girlfriend to to go to Japan and watch Wrestle Kingdom. Not like personally, he didn't ring her or anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was seeing him. She kind of fell in love with him and wanted to go see him. And then Will Ospreay knocked him out, and that kind of soured the evening a bit for her. Yeah, it's it's same with with my missus. She is not a wrestling fan at all. Uh, But when uh, whenever Ibushi's on, uh, she's always, "Oh, that's uh, Kenny Omega's best friend, isn't it?" And I'm like, "Yep, it is." So that it's kind of like heartwarming that that she (laughs) knows a little bit about about New Japan because of her. because of me watching it so yeah it's a great pick <laughs> and that's why he can lead a company because he, he is that he does have that watchability even for people who are perhaps not wrestling fans he has that that wow factor that so little people have um what's worried is the guy's like 40 year old and it looks it looks like he's carved out of granite it's <laughs> it's scary is he 40 yeah i think so Get out. he's like close to 40 yeah like Get 38 out. or something I think. i've never even looked up his age <laughs> That's mad. Yeah. That's mad. He's, he's been wrestling for like 16 years. Madness. New Japan well, has shot himself in the foot there because he's going to live forever. That lifetime contract is literally going to be 200 years' time. <laughs> <It's still> <laughs> <a> <laughs> <day>. <laughs> He'll be there. <laughs> yeah, but then they may just hold off, like, just giving him his, like, his final days <laughs> in, in like 2231. It'll never happen. He's indestructible. Yeah, well, I don't. I, I think he will. If anyone's going to kill himself in the ring, it's probably Ibushi. Potentially. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great pick. So, comrade, let's go back to you, sir. Uh, round your Mount Rushmore off. Ooh, so um, I, I had so many names I could have kind of looked at this. I kind of I looked at um, Tai Chi just because he's really won me over this year. Tai yeah. Chi is really leave it at that. Just, great. That's the end of it. That's your pick. <laughs> Good pick. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fourth um, there? <laughs> um, I looked at uh, Yoshihashi as well. He's kind of just he's been there. Yeah. He's just got yeah. a confused face. I think. Is that, I've been banned from Badlands now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm editing um, that name. I'm going to just put a B when said Yoshihashi. Uh, then I can't take Yoshihashi seriously. Not 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 because of his uh, unfortunate fall that ruined his big moment, but because he looks like my nan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my nan! A hard laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I like how he just looks. Like shocked all the time, like yeah. he just face like, "How am I a wrestler? What am I doing here? Why am I getting paid?" <laughs> he's probably he's probably the uh, the inspiration behind the Festus character. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on, Cara. We we went off on a tangent. Then who is your pick? <laughs> okay, so my pick is actually uh, Sonada, handsome Sonada. Um, with Beautiful his really, with his crappy tinfoil mask and his disco ball jacket, <laughs> he just that just that mask. He looks like he got bored in lockdown, just got a paper plate and covered it in tinfoil, and thought, you know what, I'm gonna I want to wear this to the ring now. The kids all love it. Like I'm just gonna be, I'm so marketable. He's but, the um, shock master of New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Yoshi Hashi. Yoshi Hashi fell over, and that, like, that, that was just 
the big moment. No, but, he's um, the Tats or Neil of New Japan. Ah, oh, <laughs> see that Titus is like a good dude, so like I think that's quite a compliment. Yeah, I think Yoshi's actually meant to be. I think he's a, a good a good guy, but just he's just boring. Just looks like dry white toast. With just or a Weetabix, like eating a Weetabix with no milk, just oh, just boring. Yeah. I, I I do enjoy him. I like he, he often like he, he kind of he often gets a match every now and then where he gets like a real fire inside him, and you see it, and he seems to just change as a wrestler. And uh, I so I think he's got something about him. But anyway, we're talking about Sonata. Aren't we? <laughs> we went back to Yoshihashi. <laughs> But um, <laughs> yeah, I think Sonata. I, I, there's just something about Sonata that kind of like screams out like mega star, and he was kind of always out of the team with Evil. I think that he was always kind of the guy that's kind of like that we all kind of looked at and think, yeah, he's the guy. He said they went with bloody Evil with this bloody stupid interference and bad matches, and um, you got Sonata who's just like I think he's just kind of. The only thing holding him back is his kind of like his facial expressions. He's kind of just he kind of just looks kind of yeah okay this is fine. And like the thing that made the evil match on the, the last night at B Block so big was because he, he kind of went like straight face to kind of like ever so slightly angry that he was wrestling like evil and, he, and everybody kind of thought oh this is this is really a big deal now because he's, he's angry about it and uh, he looked he looked put out perturbed yeah he looked a little perturbed. <laughs> Myth, but, um, myths yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just he's kind of he's got a good look about him, um, minus the mask. Um, he's a sound wrestler. Um, he kind of he's got that main event experience. Obviously, they did they did Okada, uh, Sonada about seventy times last year, um, and he, he kind of proved that he could hang with the best, and obviously beat Naito this year, and um, and I'm kind of fearful that he's not going to get that title shot. Because Evil's got the title shot, which is stupid, but um, yeah, that that's that's happening. So, um, but I think the main thing holding him back, um, I think we, we mentioned earlier, the fact that he's not New Japan dojo born; he's old Japan dojo born, and that's kind of, um, so that's kind of going to be a hurdle for him to get over. But um, I think a survey showed that he he was like the third most popular wrestler in New Japan at the minute. So I think it'd be stupid if they didn't put it on him. He, he's a great wrestler. He can sell. He's got good moves. Um, he's just total package. And uh, that the visual when he wins main events, the um, the torch thing is really cool. I'd like to see that kind of closes out of Tokyo Dome. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Um, and I, I, the only reason I didn't pick him on my list is because I listened to uh, Keep It Strong Style and and uh, kind of give a rundown of why they think he will he'll never be the guy and I, I kind of have to agree with him it's he he lacks the charisma or he, he he seems to lack the charisma he just doesn't seem to get angry or or passionate enough that uh that, that he could be the 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 face of a company um now I'm I'm a, a massive massive mark for Hamson and I think he's 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 one of my favourite wrestlers, but he, I think he needs something. He needs uh, maybe 
like a black evil did like a break away from from LRJ he needs something to kind of light a fire under him for him to be passionate about wanting to to like take that final step to being the world champion hopefully I mean he's he's another relatively young guy in in, in the terms of New Japan wrestling so he's definitely times on his side uh but yeah I'd like to see him do the breakaway uh from LRJ and and, and push for for uh, being a champion and show more kind of like spirit, and that I think that's why Evil got the the nod over Sonata because whilst Evil is nowhere near the wrestler that Sonata is, he is way more charismatic. Yeah, I I I agree on that. Um, but he he does seem to be immensely popular despite that, despite mm-hmm. not really having that charisma. I I, I think he might. I think he might get there. I think he might he might win win the big one. I hope so. Uh, um, that'd be good, good to see, but hopefully not against Akada because if I never see a skull end into tombstone into skull end into tombstone into skull end into tombstone <laughs> ever again, I'll be a very happy man. <laughs> it it just seems to me that is is constantly the bridesmaid. Every time you think it's Sonado's Sonado's push. Someone else pops up and they kind of like leapfrog him. Uh, hopefully, there'll be uh, there'll be a period where he's the one who does the leapfrogging and, and becomes champion. Even if he does it and it has an evil star run where he only holds it for a, a couple of months, I'd be happy at that. Yeah. I think he's just kind of at the minute. He's kind of just like happy, to, kind of like happy to be there. And the fact that he kind of, I think, he kind of knows that like even though he's beaten Naito, he's kind of always going to play second fiddle to Naito because. Like Naito's way way more popular than like everybody else in the company. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think if he was to win it now, or like, um, God forbid, if Evil wins um, a power struggle, which um, obviously will be probably after or be before this comes out. Um, but yeah, I think um, he's kind of always going to have that kind of big shoes to fill. Um, mm-hmm. It's always going to be. Like a question of it, can he actually? He's a good wrestler, but can he kind of be that champion? Yeah. How old Sonada? Uh, he's thirty-two. Okay. So plenty, of, plenty of time in uh, in handsome Sonada yet. Yeah, yeah, that's loads of time, isn't it? So a, that's a, a great way to round off your Matt Rushmore, um, uh, comrade. Let's see if I if I can get my last pick to stick uh, beyond the. Uh, the, the evil eyes of Mr. Paul Tully here. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Kenta. Uh, now, Ooh. Kenta... Is, yeah, he's a 20-year a wrestling veteran, uh, recognised as as one of the best wrestlers uh, in the world throughout his career. Uh, he was another one who started in, in all Japan, so maybe that that could be uh, a reason why he doesn't make that, that leap to uh, becoming the the IWGP heavyweight champion, but uh, he actually debuted against his uh, future ally and long-term uh, nemesis, uh, Marufuji. But when uh, Masawa, the, the president of All Japan, left to form Noah, uh, Kenta followed, and, and he found loads and loads of success there, uh, where he, he was kind of the, the focus of the, the junior heavyweight uh, division. Uh, under the, the learning tree of his, uh, of his mentor, the original Kenta Kabashi, uh, Kenta and Marafuji would win the, the first ever uh, GHC uh, junior uh, tag titles, uh, which they would hold for, for nearly two years. Um, 
And then uh, that's when Kenta would establish himself as, as a singles wrestler. Uh, he won the, the junior title uh, from Kanemaru. And then he also entered the heavyweight tag division with uh, with Shibata, who, uh, who was mentioned earlier, and their, their tag team, The Takeover. Uh, so in these 14 years in, in Noah, he uh, he won 10 tournaments. He was a three-time junior tag champion, three-time junior singles champion, one-time heavyweight tag champion, and uh, a one-time uh, GHC heavyweight champion. Uh, but in 2014, he was given blessing from uh, from Noah uh, to fulfil one of uh, one of his lifelong dreams, and that was to to get a tryout with uh, with the WWE. So once he uh, once he was successful in that tryout, he uh, he was then known as Hideo Tama and had a run in NXT that was uh, hampered by injury. He had a, a quite a few severe injuries. He had a shoulder injury uh, and then a neck injury. Uh, he ended up switching to uh, two or five live. Uh, and had feuds with uh, Tazawa and Kendrick and uh, Cedric Alexander, but uh, he got frustrated with his uh, with his lot in WWE and uh, asked for his release and was actually granted his release. Um, he said in an interview uh, after the fact that uh, his time in WWE was the most frustrating time of his of his life uh, in wrestling because he really wanted to be a success there. And it, it was his dream to be a WWE wrestler. Uh, but unfortunately, injuries put an end to that. Uh, and in in kind of a move that is definitely um, different to how WWE usually treat uh, talent leaving the company, they actually did a a, a video where they chronicled his uh, his last days with the company and, and the amount of uh, wrestlers that uh, that showed up to to kind of uh, show how much of an influence that 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 Kenta had had with them uh, and the, the standing ovation that he got from the backstage uh, shows he's definitely not burnt those those WWE bridges if he ever wanted to return there. So in, uh, in June 2019, uh, Kenta popped back up in the wrestling world and he, he was actually shocking the wrestling world when he didn't return to Noah because everybody was expecting that Noah was uh, was the, the start of resurgence. They had new management takeover and it was expected that, that Kenta would be the face of the company. But he uh, he appeared at Dominion uh, with uh, with his former tag team partner Shibata and he announced his, uh, his entry into uh, the 2019 G1. But on the, the final night of that tournament, he, uh, he joined Bullet Club when he, uh, he turned on his tag team partner Ishii and Yoshihashi and then when Shibata rushed to the ring uh, to confront Kenta uh, before getting beat down, um, yeah, Kenta turned on Shibata uh, and joined joined Bullet Club. He uh, would quickly win gold with uh, Bullet Club when uh, he beat Ishii for the never title at Royal Quest, a show that uh, Paul was uh, was lucky to see. Um, I think Conrad was here as well. We, we were at uh, uh, Royal Quest. The, when uh, when uh, Kenta beat Ishii for the never title, I was yes, yeah, uh, and he held that title to uh, Wrestle Kingdom fourteen, where he dropped it to uh, the other perennial uh, never uh, champion Hiroki Goto, uh, but he uh, he made his, his big statement and kind of the reason why I've put him in in this uh, in this pick for for being a future IWGP champion when he uh, he came out and he. Attacked Tetsuya Naito when uh, Naito was doing the roll call after his uh, after his double title victory for for both the RC and the World titles, uh, 
and the culmination of NATO's two-year redemption arc, he he uh, became instantly the biggest heel in the company when he when he interrupted that. Uh, and even though he lost the uh, the title match, it, it kind of showed he was being pushed towards the top of the card. He won the the, the New Japan Cup uh, uh, USA tournament, which meant he gets a, a guaranteed shot at John Moxley with with that briefcase. But I think I'd like to see him kind of round off his career with a with at least one run with the with the big with the big belt and and be at least a one time IWGP heavyweight champion. So yeah, my last pick is a uh, is Kenta. Okay. It's a fair pick, yeah. Yeah, good shout. Is it, as, is it staying, Paul? As as much as my kind of my newfound love of pro wrestling, Noah, I don't want to betray that. Um, I, I'm gonna have to veto it. Oh, Tyler, you yeah. are you're so bad. I'd 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 prefer him to go over and have a have a big match with um, Shazaki Go really for for that, for that big gold belt. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. It, yeah, it, it it is a good pick. Um and. You mentioned Royal Quest. He was amazing at Royal Quest. He was uh, he, when he interrupted Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. That was awesome. What he did to Shibata was just absolutely shocking and uh, really kind of emotive. It was brilliant. But what he did to Shibata feels like what you're doing to me now. I know. <laughs> I just don't think uh, he's a great heel, like, but I don't think he'll ever be the best heel in Bullet Club because that's obviously evil. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to take him off. And I don't care how old this guy is, Minoru Suzuki could still lead a company without a shadow of a doubt. And I am again, happy with that pick. Yeah. It, was Go- one of my, it was one of my alternates. <laughs> Going back to Royal Quest, we, we saw it. If he'd, if, he'd, if he'd have won the title there, there wouldn't have been a descending voice in the house. Um so I, I still think well, that was only was it only just over a year ago, wasn't it? So I, I think he could definitely um, become IWGB champion and, and and lead the company. He's obviously a, an absolute bona fide legend of of Japanese wrestling, um, and, and despite kind of uh, being a bit of a journeyman and, and not staying with New Japan, and he obviously went into his early forays into MMA style wrestling. He, he was actually uh, a New Japan Dojo trained talent. Like so I always assumed, like we've been saying throughout the show, that uh, that the reason he he had never won it is because he wasn't New Japan trained, but he was. Um, I, I only found that out researching this. Um, and he debuted. He actually debuted for them against one of my personal favourites, <laughs> Takashi Iizuka. Um, again, that's that's a lie. I I really dislike Takashi Iizuka. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I I think it's I, so. Given that, I, I think it's scarcely believable that, he, that he's never been IWGB champion. I think there's mm-hmm. two perfect points where they could have done it. Like we said, Royal Quest, it would have been immensely popular. I think when. When Suzuki Goon first invaded, and he fought Okada at New Beginning, that would have been perfect for him to win it there. Again, similar to what I said with Zack Saber, I guess that would that that, that would have meant Okada's reign would never have happened. Um, so again, see why why not? But when they were that invading force again, having come back again from Pro Wrestling Noah, that 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 could have felt like a huge moment. Um, again, another one who's very very popular with Western fans 
particularly in the UK, he's, you know, he's always over here winning or competing for um, for Rev Pro's British Championship. Uh, he's, he's won the other two big championships in in Japan. He's 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 been the AJPW Triple Crown champion. He's won Noah's GHC heavyweight title. So again, it's it's just the just the big one that's eluded him, and it'd be, be, be awesome moment if he if he could win it. Um, I think. If he doesn't, we're probably looking at, I, I think, probably looking at the best not to have won it, who had the opportunity to, okay, was actually fighting in New Japan for a prolonged period. I, I think it'd be a travesty that, that that he hadn't won that title. And he and he's not going to, let's face it, but I, I, think, I think it'd be awesome if he did. I mean, this time last year, I would have agreed with you that he, he may not do it because he had a, a very fractured uh, relationship with uh, with the top brass in, in New Japan, where there were there were a lot of uh, rumours that he was he was looking to leave, looking to up sticks, and uh, there were also kind of the rumours that he would be the person who would front the 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 Western expansion of New Japan, kind of get him into the US uh, and and out of uh, the Japanese. Uh, uh, area of, of New Japan but I think with Harold Mage leaving uh, and with a change at, at the top uh, maybe the potential is still there for for, uh, for murder grandpa to be the top dog and like I said he, he would be he would be instantly legitimate as the champion there'd be nobody saying um, no it, it shouldn't happen you would he, he could lose every match in in a year. And and then still be look good as a as the world champion because he's just he's scary. He, he, he's very very frightening as a wrestler. Uh, yeah, it's a great pick and it's a, a very worthy use of the beat. I will I will concede that point. No, no, you supposed to you supposed to dislike it. That's how this works. I, I do dislike <laughs> it. I wish I wish you didn't use the veto. But if you were going to use it for anyone, uh, you had the perfect pick with uh, with Minoru Suzuki. Oh, great, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think with um, Suzuki as well. I think that they could. It it, it would make sense if he was to win it because um, if they wanted to say like pull the trigger on Zach, and you could have Suzuki win it in the summer. And you could have Zach win the G1, and you could have like that kind of uh, Wrestle Kingdom, like the passing of the torch. And you kind of Suzuki says, "Well, if I lose here or whatever, I retire." And then Zach wins the belt, and he's got Suzuki Goon, and then it's Saber Goon, and then you've made a completely new star that's marketable everywhere in ZSJ. I think I, I think it'd be really cool. That'd be amazing. I think I think it's only a matter of time before we get some sort of coup in in, um, in Suzuki Goon. We showed signs of it in in this year's G One with Tachi kind of stepping up to the plate. I would absolutely give my RT for Tachi Goon. <laughs> it's a hard choice because they're both Tachi Goon and Saber That went over like tumbleweed. <laughs> I was expecting at least some reaction. You both like what a dick. <laughs> I was trying to process it. I, 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 I think as those words just come out of his mouth. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen, though. It, it's it's set up perfectly because obviously they're um they're Saber and um, a Tai Chi are a tag tag team at the moment, so it, it feels like the plot's already written that when Suzuki retires or when there's time for a shifting of the guard, it's going to be Tai Chi versus. Zack Sabre for, for for that position. I could see Taichi transitioning to a face more than I could see Zack Sabre. 
Zach, Zach Sabre's just a, a perfect heel, I think. He's, he's someone who you can easily detest. Yeah. Character. He's yeah. so, so good at it. I'd, I'd, I'd actually worry if I saw Zack Sabre as, as like a, a face. It'd it just come off as so disingenuous. It would. And I'd really miss him saying like prick and wanker. Because it, it, it just pops <laughs> me every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great pick. Uh, two great Mount Rushmore's there. Um, Comrade, we need something from you now, sir. We need a, a topic for uh, a future guest, what kind of a uh, subject would you like to uh, hear a Mount Rushmore be debated about? Ooh. So it's going to be like with... the best wrestlers to wrestle for one PW. Well, I could. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to go with one that's kind of like a bit more vague. So I feel there's kind of like more kind of flexibility with it. And that is... Um, Wrestling storylines that had a lot of potential but ultimately failed. Ooh. Yeah, so I do like that. that. Like wasted yeah. storylines almost. Yeah, so like um kind of like either like that they went wrong with it or kind of like um with like some a lot of TNA stuff kind of failed because of like unforeseen circumstances like financially or whether like they just gave up on it. Um much anything along those kind of lines. I mean you could literally just look back at the last couple of months of WWE and come up with a Mount Rushmore <laughs> right there. Retribution, the hacker, yeah. uh, Otis winning the Mount, uh, the Mini in the Bank. <laughs> there's, pl- there's plenty to pick. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great topic. And there's, uh, th- there's some that instantly come to a man. Obviously, the, the famous ones like Nexus and the Invasion, uh, stuff like that. But, yeah, it'd be cool to, to find some like hidden. Hidden, well, say gems. Obviously, they weren't gems because they didn't they didn't go over. <laughs> but uh, some hidden like uh, storylines that that could have been so much more. Yeah. It's a shame the WWE Network doesn't have that random feature yet because you could just go <laughs> <laughs> press it four times and there are all your picks. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be something on that episode of Raw that started and never finished. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great topic, uh, comrade. Uh, now. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media, where they can find the the content that you do on uh, Chops, uh, Kicks and Near Falls and uh, any kind of a visionaries, global media um, projects that you're involved with. Well, um, first, well the first and foremost, you can find me on uh, Twitter at El Compact de Newt. Um, the visionaries global media project that I'm involved in um, is, of course, the... the uh, SJP Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I'm, j- I'm joking. Listen to before recording this. Yeah, um, <laughs> I only said like I said I appeared on it like it was out today when um that well when we recorded this. So um, but, yeah, um, you can follow Talk at Table, which is a uh, obviously um yeah, <laughs> but um yeah uh, Talk at Table, which is uh, obviously me and you, Mags and Matt Willis. Um, we just it's. A lot of rambling and ranting and complaining about wrestling. Um, 17-year-old me should not have such a negative outlook on wrestling. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's always a lot of fun. So, um, so, yeah, follow that as well. And Chops, Kicks and Near Falls, I guess, um, which is at CK Near Falls. We've just passed 1,000 followers. So um, that's cool. Uh, yeah, And thank you both uh, for having me on. This is a lot of fun. 
it's it's a long time coming. It should have happened before now, and I'm sure it won't be it won't be as long before you're back on on the show. It's been a yeah, I've really enjoyed it, and I I I didn't expect any less. Uh, two of the best people I I know to talk New Japan uh, with. So yeah, I'm really really happy with it. Uh, same. I've really really enjoyed this discussion. It's been awesome. Mr. Toller. Yeah. Your favourite time of the week where you definitely don't leave me any editing to do with a perfectly nailed outro every single time. Well, this is a really important one to get right because I'm sure we've got some new listeners tonight who, who are here because Conrad's a lot younger, a lot more talented and <laughs> hip, just more hip than us. So if, if you are here for Conrad and you like what you heard, uh, I'm going to give you kind of six commandments to follow now um, that will make us very, make us very happy and hopefully make you happier as well as listeners or Twitter users. So head over to Twitter, um, follow um, Darren over at Dej Kirkby. He's uh, no, known as Mags. You'll, you'll know him. Um, follow me at Rain Counter. Um, and then head over to your podcast um, provider of choice and hit subscribe on Visionaries Global Media, um, Shooting the Sports-ish, Five Nerds Go!, and of course, Cheershot Media Group, and that'll give you access to loads of different podcasts with our voices on, and loads of brilliant other voices in the in in the wrestling fandom as well. Um, and of course, head over to um, Cheershot.com for all your hard hitting pro wrestling news and opinion. Um, I hope you join us again next Thursday for another another look at wrestling Mount Rushmore's. Uh, stay safe, everybody, and always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.